0: You know, I am truly, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I have so much that needs to be done. I've got paperwork, uh, taxes are due, uh, deadlines. Uh, you know, I have to fill out paperwork for my life insurance to uh, you know, prove that I'm still disabled because they have something where you, they, you can get a waiver for your payment. And that was due by March 1st. I just found that paperwork with my husband, you know, having his surgery and then me, you know, pretty much my head's been up my ass and I'm trying to get it out. And I'm working on my paperwork and I'm dedicated to doing the one thing I don't get paid for, which is this podcast. (laughs) At least I'm, I'm up, I'm keeping that up. Right. But I was trying to read Hypermobility Without Tears. Now I'm waiting. Ginny Debon, when you email her, it says within 48 hours, you'll get a response. The Swedish man, Axel Bolin told me he would get with me within the month. And I'm waiting on that response. Everyone, now I'm a nobody. But everybody that, that messages me or, or makes a comment, does anything and contacts me through this podcast or anything... It might not be that day, but I will get back to you. And that is my, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, what do you care? You know, it's, it, but I'm committed to keeping with what I say I'll do. So I'm holding that these people will honor their commitments. Now I'm reading Hypermobility Without Tears. And quite frankly, it brought me to tears. I put the book down and laid back down and said, why? <laughs> why? Why? To have to learn how to sit in a chair and how to walk and how to go up steps just so I can get up and, 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 and learn to walk and understand why I have a problem because of the, not the proprioception, you know, I like kinesthesia. It's frustrating in itself on top of making sure your son gets to school on time, making sure the power's on, making sure you've got gas to, to for the vehicle and, and, and all of this stuff, it becomes overwhelming. And you know, this, this whole thing with Mary Jane, with the Pilates, I don't know why it's bothering me so much. She is a woman that I have known since I was 11 years old. I've known of her. She introduced me to aerobics at the age of 11 and she's 17 years older than me. And I have followed her career through Williamsburg. And she has helped me tremendously with muscle activation technique and with Pilates until that incident last week where I popped my rib out. And rather than her say, I mean, I explained to her exactly what happened. I said, standing up and trying to do the exercises without my neck supported caused my body to react where my rib popped out, my vertebra, and it affected my breathing. So I explained that in detail, like, just like I just said with you, right? And my attention span is very off. Uh, if If it's longer than a paragraph, you've lost me. But I made a point to let her know exactly what happened. And I even told her the day that it happened, I emailed her because I keep in constant contact with her because she likes to know how my body's reacting to the the sessions. So I told her today was different. I, I, my upper back started collapsing and I was having some issues. Her response, well, we did nothing different than normal. So we'll just see how it goes. And then when I told her after seeing her, after she, you know, activated my breathing muscles, you know, two days after this incident, When I emailed her and said, I know what happened to my body. I subluxed, you know, my rib and my vertebrae. And I explained to you just how I did, that, you know, I was standing up. I can't do that with my body, with the hypermobility. And this is the woman, uh, Jeanne DeBond, how she has Pilates for individuals with hypermobility. I just can't do regular person Pilates. Her response was, I'll need to see you in person so we can see what really happened so I can understand. I think I was crystal clear in in my uh <laughs> in my first email. I went back and reread it and I asked my husband. I said, "I explained it properly, right?" because he's always my go-to. I mean, he gets so frustrated trying to explain to me, you know, one day I was taking my son to school and we were doing something on uh Antarctica and, you know, the Antarctic. And I, I said, well, you know, in, in Antarctica or whatever, it was something, or I said, well, it's cold there, but in Antarctica, I guess it's against, so it's, it's warm. And my husband just looked at me and said, you really have no education. I'm really, I'm not stupid. I just, you know, I, I just was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking, but he decided from then on there that my son needed maybe a tutor and not me to help him with the geography part of uh, life. But I was very clear in explaining to Mary Jane what had happened. And so she wants to see me in person. Well, I canceled my Thursday and Friday appointments with her, you know, for this week because my body was in trauma for four to five days when I I was gasping for breath. And I decided, you know what, I have to take care and take charge of my body. That was, you know, the last podcast, the last episode, taking charge of your body, and I have to go with my gut, And, and you have to as well. And when you know something's not working, it's, it's, You just, you want to believe in that individual that's giving you those exercises. But when that person is argumentative about it, it's, it's like, uh, the guy that I was seeing for physical therapy that wrote this book about the pelvis and how important it was, he poo-pooed my thoughts on fascia and said, I didn't need my fasciologist, that I, that he was all I needed, that he really was a genius in this and that I didn't need him or need her. And then come to find out I left his practice and I spoke with an individual that's still seeing him and now he's introduced my fascial release and I'll end his practice. Now, the very thing that he said I didn't need, he's now doing and seeing the benefits of it. And he was an expert and you know what I went through wanting to get in touch with my fasciologist. I was desperate and and needed to speak with her and she was my one and only person and i'm afraid of ticking off mary jane because i do need her for matt and there's nobody else in this area that does it you know it's hours away anybody else but you know if i have to make that trip i have to make that trip the only other person in town that is doing it is her protege and she's even told me they're not that good so We shouldn't be in a position with our illness that we are afraid of upsetting the people we pay to take care of us, especially when insurance doesn't cover it and you're paying out of pocket. It is so hard to be dependent on people. And when there's just one, it sucks. It truly does and the stress of she had me coming in three times a week as a matter of fact I've got it here let me see uh may 20 no june 3rd she's got me scheduled three days a week up to june 3rd and that's $745 for every 10 sessions $745 for every 10 sessions that insurance does not cover I just I can't do it the stress of uh, the financial part of it, and then honestly, even though it's at nine o'clock nine thirty in the morning, I get up and I go there, and then when I come home, I need to shower and I just I have a hard time you know getting anywhere after that because then it's time for my son to come home, and then you've you know got another person you need to take care of and the stress of that is weighing down on me, and that is in our fascia. The emotions and all of that that's in our fascia, and that makes it harder for us to to do things and Today, I got up and i'm I'm struggling, you know I'm supposed to rest during the day, but once I get up and I get on a roll, I don't think about stopping because when I stop. I'm down. And I haven't learned to appreciate, well, I just showered. Maybe I should step back for a few minutes and take a break. And I don't think about that. And yesterday I had big accomplishments. I was able to um I I had these little zip block baggy things that you can shove a bunch of stuff in and then suck the air out with a vacuum and you know, make more room for yourself. So I was able to take two hampers of storage of blankets and shorts that my son wasn't wearing at the moment. I was able to put them in these vacuum sealed bags and create room. I should have stopped there, but I didn't. I got up this morning with the best of intentions, got my son off to school. And then I, rather than go back to bed, I came into the playroom, which I'm now making my little mini office because I have, uh, a little couch and all I can sit in here and I have all my bills. And I'm like, I'm going to work on my bills and be dedicated. And I'm like, but I'm a little tired. My eyes are burning because I'm tired. And all I hear from individuals is the pure exhaustion and you know, how, how miserable you are through exhaustion, so I'm like, well, maybe I should sleep for a little bit, and my hip was bothering me some, so I put the heat and, bl- uh, heat and pad on, and, you know, my cat got on the blanket, I was her pillow, and there I was for the next hour and a half, and then I got up to, to try to, you know, function and do my paperwork, and then my husband came home, and then we were talking, because I'm trying to look into becoming a personal trainer so I can take these other fascia courses and that's what I'm trying to do so I can qualify for Jenny Debon's course but if she doesn't respond to me I'm going to be a little pissy and I did I contacted Thomas Myers he's the uh I don't know if you want to call him the father of fascia or what uh what how you want to call him but he wrote that um it I don't know. It's a seminal text, uh, anatomy trains, myofascial meridians for manual and movement therapist. He trained under, I think doctors, I remember it was Ida Roth and I don't remember the, was it, was it Moshi or Mosh Feldenkross? And, uh, he learned, uh, you know, he was a massage therapist and, um, I, I feel I think he said something like, Fascia is let me think. Fascia is the environment for all the other stuff that goes on in the body. And at first, it was viewed as the packing material and didn't have much importance. Every once in a while, you'd hear something about the plantar fascia or something specific. But now people are seeing it as a system that provides context for all other body activities. It is the biological fabric that holds us together. Now, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that he said that, something similar to that. So I contacted him <laughs> and said, you know, I lost my ability to walk and talk because my fascial, uh, you know, my my uh fabric that holds me together was stuck and keeping me immobile. And would you be so kind as to contact me because I know you offer courses and I'd like to know what I need to do to qualify for those courses so I can share it with the other individuals that are suffering like I am, and I'm waiting to hear from him. So we'll see how it goes. And the burden of worrying about Mary Jane, the person I pay because she was upset that I canceled my two appointments. Well, you might not be doing Pilates, but I could palpate your, your ribs and you know, but it's up to you. And rather than say, I am so sorry that those exercises did that for you. Evidently, I need to look into, if I want to continue seeing you, I need to look into Pilates for individuals with hypermobility. And hey, because I suggested this to her, you know, there's a lot of individuals like me in this area that are desperately seeking, not Susan, remember that movie? They are desperately seeking individuals with knowledge to help them be able to train and live their lives better. And I'm like, you know, you're all about the bottom line, the dollar. And I understand that she's a salesperson because wanting me to be in front of her to explain the very thing that I very crystally clear explained in my email is a sales tactic to get me in front of her so she can sell me, I guess. And I don't see the point in going in for muscle activation at the moment. I I still need help with my fascia. And for me, again, remember everything I say is from the patient's perspective. But for me, if my fascia is restricted, and I do some form of an exercise, my body reacts by going into spasms, and then it becomes impossible to do things. Right now, I've been working on trying to, I mean, seriously, I've got a book on how to breathe, a book on how to have hypermobility so I don't cry. That made me cry. Uh, a book on Pilates. i uh, I was looking at getting her Jenny DeBond's Pilates Without Tears book, but I heard it wasn't worth getting, and she hasn't responded yet. So, you know, our 48 hours is down and and ticking here. But uh, I'm tired of giving people my money, and I'm tired of not getting responses, and we need help. So all of this is weighing on me, and I need to figure out when should I say, Enough is enough. And again, take control of my treatment. It is hard enough for us to get up and put one foot in front of the other, rather than worrying about upsetting the one person that can help us. We need to feel safe and we need to feel like there is hope. And when we have an illness that is sadly understudied and the root cause of our pain, our fascia is sadly understudied. We don't need the extra and we, and we have, you know, issues with walking, just simply walking and breathing because when you are in pain, your body starts remembering those short breaths and that's all it knows. So you don't realize that now you can breathe. And I am overwhelmed with trying to learn how to do all of this and how I can be a better me on top of trying to pay the bills and keep everything up. And it's daggone hard and it gets defeating. And that's not fair. At what point should I say, you know what, Christy, you got the gas bill paid. You're good for another month. You go girl, Atta boy. Atta. It should be a girl, right? <laughs> Fat myself on the back. At what point am I going to be able to look at things and realize that it's okay if I can't do everything at once? Now, it's important that our bodies keep moving. Our bodies are meant to move. It's important for our physiology, our, our well being of our mind, and every single anatomical system in our body. We are designed to move, and it brings us better health and more resilience. Movement allows us to breathe an unconscious action which can be voluntary. The capacity to alter our physical and mental state relies on our ability to breathe deeply. You take a deep breath to calm down. Do one now. And release. Our nervous system runs through a network of fascia in our body and they both allow communication across the entire body and brain so everything functions well together. Fascia is the connective tissue that encapsulates our muscles, binding them to our skin and to our bones, holds our organs, nerves, blood vessels, and parts of the immune system, allowing them to communicate through one continuous structure. At one point, it was previously thought, and this was just a couple of decades ago, that the fascia was not that functional, that it was just there to hold things in place. And it was just recently, recently, the importance of fascia has come into a place. And while we we don't know a ton about it, what we do know is that it allows us to move effectively allows our body systems to communicate across it. It is involved in the transport of electrical signals from the nervous system through to the muscle tissue. And it's also an emotional center. It holds memories that your mind probably can't even easily retrieve. Think about that. Don't you get a little ticked off when a doctor says, oh, I'm sure it's a past trauma that has affected you and that's why you're not able to walk at the moment. Let's send you off and you can go chat about it. That's a slap on the wrist, kind of, I don't know what's going on with you, so I'm passing you off to the next doctor response as far as I'm concerned. But I do understand it. If, if, If any doctor, any of the six neurologists that I saw explained it to me the way I'm explaining it right now, I wouldn't have been so perturbed. I wouldn't have felt so defeated. To be told that you can't walk because of something that may have happened to you at the age of six, you need to go talk to somebody and get over it, is not the answer, I think, that makes us walk away going, I am so happy I saw that doctor today. I'm going to give him a yelp, woohoo. No, it's not. But if someone, any doctor, had sat down with me and said, Christy, you've got fascia and it's running all through your body and it holds nerves. And if you have physically injured yourself, that area is not only affected. But other parts of your body are affected because when you have a backup on, look at it this way. If you're on the interstate and there's a backup at the tunnel, it doesn't just affect the tunnel, right? It affects the exits three three miles back, six miles back. And then it affects the interchanges that the people go off on so they can cut around the traffic tunnel. To go another direction, right? That's what it's like in our bodies. If you've got a fascial adhesion at your hip, eventually there's going to be a backup in your foot. Eventually there's going to be a backup in your ribs. There's going to be a backup in your neck. It is a domino effect. I just thought, let's look at it, Yeah, let's look at it like that. Our body is you know, full of, of roadways, interstates, all of that. And when there's an accident at this area, it's going to cause a chain reaction everywhere else. That's what's happening in your body right now. And if a doctor would just have sat down and explained it to me very simply like that, and it's obvious I've proven to you, I have no education. I, I, I got through high school and I did quite well. I was on honor rolls and stuff like that, but I didn't go for the high diploma like my son's going for. I went for the just regular diploma. I did go to college. I went to, I had canoeing (laughs) for my PE. That's what destroyed the fascia in my left thigh. But I do have some education. I was going for accounting and the accounting teacher was so dry, uh, I I was like oh my goodness this is not for me and I knew I just wanted to do radio so I just kept talking until I got into radio so my education is very limited but I can understand what I just said to you How come that doctor that neurologist that I had to wait a year to get into see who after 20 minutes not even laying a finger on me, assessed that I had emotional trauma at a young age. And that's what was stopping me from being able to walk. With all his education, he left me defeated, hopeless. And all he had to do was say, Hey, your fascia, blah, 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 blah. And I would have understood and I would have accepted and I would have gone on to get treatment sooner rather than later, even though, you know, he didn't know what that treatment would be. I would at least appreciate a doctor saying, damned if I know, but we're going to help you find out anything, anything other than it's trauma, get over it. It's stress. You're a class A personality. Get over it. Seriously? I think I've shown I'm quite a determined woman. it, It takes a lot to bring me down. There was no encouragement that was going to get me up out of bed and able to walk. My pelvis was out. My feet didn't work. And now... I'm experiencing emotions that I, that just tear me apart. And I I don't want to be that, Oh, I've got to take to the bed because I, (laughs) that's what we do in the South. You know, I've got a case of the vapors. I must take to the bed and, uh, no, I'm not going to do that, but I need to appreciate the little things that I've done and consider those accomplishments. I need to not live in fear of telling the very person that I pay to help me get better, that they're not going to be happy that I'm not making those three times a week appointments. It was so refreshing to me to think, wow, okay, I don't have to worry about going in there three times a week. It's just, it's just daunting. And then now I've got, it was like, wow, weight off my shoulders. And now I've got to sit here and explain to her again and I'm not going in. I'm gonna do it via email. I can even talk to her on the phone. She did give me two books to read, one on the reformer and the Pilates, and I'll make sure she gets those back. And I'm not I'm not severing ties with her. But she needs to understand she's on my schedule. I'm not on hers. And I need to get it through my head that I deserve to be listened to. I deserve to be heard and I have to go with my gut and feel in my body what's right and what's wrong and so do you. If those physical therapy exercises seem to be making you worse, if all of those medications is overwhelming to you, do all you can to find the right path for you. There is no cookie-cutter-fix-all for us. Fascial remodeling isn't for everybody, but I do believe that working on your fascia anyway, whether it's the Graston Method, Rolfing, Gua Sha, uh, uh, my gosh, with two spoons, the right person can make your body better. Seriously. Any individual that has it in their heart and wants to help you, any individual with seriously, we do the spoon theory, you know. I'm doing the whole matchbook thing. <laughs> Cause I like that matchbook thing. You know, you're burnt out. You're burnt out. I like that. But a trained professional could use a spoon and get the same results as all of those fascia tools that are out there, even the ones that I'm telling you about even those Ashley black tools. It just so happens that they are working for me and I got them half price and I got free products with them. When I got them, I didn't pay full price for any of them. I got them on black Friday sales and the end of the year sales, and I will not buy another daggone tool from that woman. Not one more damn tool. I got ice packs and things like that. You know, free little gifts from her when I got it. And oils and all. But I will not buy another damn tool. Because what I have is sufficient. I don't need a specialty thing. And neither do you. Work on your fascia before it stops working for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Be an AWOL zebra. Find the approach that works for you. Christy Lynn A Wall Zebra. Have a lovely day.